welcome, welcome, welcome to The Sigma Show, episode 117. I am your host, Sigma. Just before I let you know who is joining me this week, real quick, we're going to go over what our topics are going to be. Um, Netflix has been, uh, really, they had their Geeked Week not too long ago, and they basically released a ton of trailers for animated series, most of which are either anime or based on video game properties and this has been a trend Netflix has been doing for a while now so I kind of just want to talk about like all of their output and kind of discuss whether or not it's working for them um and other than that uh some more sad news Epic Games has uh, laid off uh like well over 800 people it seems like uh roughly 16 percent of its staff um and there, there was a recent Forbes article that kind of tried to detail what the reasoning might be, and it could be once again the metaverse's fault. <laughs> so we're to here to talk with me about these topics, uh, as usual. Frost, you already know. You probably don't. That's why we're going to cover it. We're here. <laughs> and uh, a new guest for the first time ever on the Sigma Show, uh, Justin, uh, aka Roninja from the Rusty Rupees. Uh, Justin, real quick, why don't you let folks know uh, who you are, what you do on the internet, uh, and why they should listen to anything you say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I listen to everything I say, but uh, I, I am uh, Justin, uh, also known as Ro Ninja of the Rusty Rubies podcast. I am the Green Ruby. Um, me and me and the guys are technically four of us: uh, Green, Red, uh, Blue, and Purple. And um, we basically talk about gaming, anime. Um, we go to events like PAX and and do interviews. Uh, and um, try to basically get our name out there and, and, and are really trying to um, just show everybody a good time and uh, have a good show and, and want them to come in and kind of uh, experience us as they would like best friends or family. Nice. Uh, I'm sorry, because folks in chat were saying that there was an echo. Is it fixed now? <laughs> They say you're good now, yeah. He's, He's good now. All right. Yeah. Did you guys did you guys catch what Justin was saying? Because I, I I hope the echo didn't screw that over. <laughs> yeah. Also, sorry for the voice. <laughs> oh no, no no, the voice is fine. It's it's the morning voice. It's nice and easy to listen to. Yeah. Oh well, thank you, sir. There we go. All right, sweet. Yeah, thank you for joining us. Um, we were also supposed to have uh Darren with us, who is the blue rupee. He's the blue. Yeah, right. blue rupee. Um, yes, sir. He he may join later, not sure, but uh, we'll we'll see how it goes. <laughs> um, but as we tend to do, we usually start these shows with kind of just a rundown of what you've been playing, what you've been watching, uh, you know, just any sort of media you've been consuming and feel the need to talk about. Um, anybody, feel free to go first. Um, just just not to put Justin on the spot. Uh, Frost, you feel like you can put me on here. You can put me on. Here. <laughs> no, yeah, if you feel comfortable, yeah, go ahead. Let us know. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, you can put like, me on there. Playing. Man's on action. Let's go. Yeah. Um, man, I honestly, man, the recently I've been playing Cyberpunk. Yeah. Cyberpunk okay. Twenty seventy-seven. Did you, did you play I, it the first time round or? Yes, sir. Okay. So uh, I so when it first came out initially, I didn't buy it because mm -hmm. uh, you know all the bad reviews, this, that, and the other. Um, but a few months after it dropped, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a shot anyway because like this game looks really cool. Like I'm a I'm a I'm a fan of how it looks so far. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I played it all the way through, even with all the bugs and all the, sure, yeah. I, I, as bad as it was at the time. And what was your takeaway then? Like, uh, the game was great. Okay. So, you, so you were like a fan, even with all the, 
even with all the crap. Okay. Even with all the all the okay. stuff that was bad with it, the bugs and, and uh, all the glitches. Pre-Idris yeah. pre- <laughs> <Yeah>. Elba, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, pre-Idris Elba. Right. Um, yeah, man, and uh, like the um, the action in the game, the story, uh, just the character de- overall character development that you were able to witness and kind of go through. Um, like I said, minus the bugs, all of that was fantastic for me. Like mm-hmm. I had a great time with the game. Um, and now with the uh, the 2.0 update and the uh, Phantom Liberty drop, oh man, this game is just it's. If this game would have dropped when it first came, or like when it first dropped, m- this game would have gotten like Game of the Year probably a few times. Yeah, like, I think it was it was in the running like long before it dropped. There was so much man. hype around Cyberpunk, and honestly, that's kind of what dulled it for me. Like, cause like I, I didn't feel any particular way about. Other than the fact that it's, it has a really cool setting. Like, I really like the cyberpunk right. aesthetic, right? Yeah. Like I, the character really I tried good. to make when I played it a first time around was Major Kusanagi from Ghost in the Shell, <laughs> which cyberpunk did not let me do. Like, it did. It just didn't work. <laughs> really? Um, yeah. Like, it just, it like, well, because one, you know, you play a named character and like that character has a story. And yeah. like, I was really off put by V's story in the game. Mm-hmm. But like almost everything else around that was really good. Like I liked the you know the NPC characters and their plot lines. Mm-hmm. Um, but I kind of found the game overall kind of mediocre. Really? Yeah, like like it wasn't like terrible or anything. Uh, uh-huh. I was playing on a Series X, so like I didn't have a ton of like graphical issues. Nothing that like broke the game outright. There was you know bugs here and there. Mm-hmm. But overall, I was like, all right, this is a good story. But as a game, it was kind of basic <laughs> to me. But I also okay. went back uh since the 2.0 update and i am enjoying it a lot more like the oh, stuff okay. Okay. like even early on because i have i haven't gotten super far in yet um mm. but um the the stuff they let you do with the skill tree now like it's, it's it makes much more sense and like you get perks that change the way your character behaves and abilities that they have like super early yeah. on and that has been a lot more fun than my first time through oh, okay so now i can i can better appreciate all the stuff that i liked the first time because i'm not being dragged out of it by like kind of boring gameplay scenarios like I'm, I'm actually being like a stealthy net runner type character now which yeah. is what i wanted to be the first time around like i can hack all sorts of stuff make people turn around choke folks out like i'm actually having a lot more fun with it than i did the first time yeah well so how far did you get during um your initial run like oh, how I finished far it. did you get? i finished oh you it. did yeah oh yeah. oh so through all the glitches and all that too you yeah <laughs> Okay, it's I, say I was about to talk. I was about to talk mad mess, but now I, I can't say nothing. <laughs> I can't say nothing. I was about to talk mad mess. I'm like, how far did you get? He's like, I finished it. Oh, like your opinion means nothing. <laughs> now your opinion means everything. <laughs> but yeah, but no, I, I do. I do agree. Like the 2.0 update has definitely changed that game for the better. So like, yeah, if anyone was on the fence about it, uh, now would probably be a really good time to to jump back in. Yeah, and if you um, and I advise you if you um had a previously made character before the 2.0 update, um, start over. Just <laughs> good, just just go ahead and start over. Yeah, I'm not CD, saying yeah, you CD have Project to, Red said the same thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure if you have to. You, you don't have to delete your character like the character you created, but go ahead and start a new uh a new uh playthrough. Just it'll 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 do you right. Yeah, like I, I haven't regretted it. Like I was I was wary about that aspect as well but as soon as i did i was like yeah this is fun like i'm just yeah this is yeah 
it's it's such a good game, bro. Like that's why it, it's interesting that you would say that you have you were having fun with the game now, but when you initially played it, you thought it was mediocre. Because I feel like uh, other than um, you know, obviously they made changes over time, mm-hmm. um, but I feel like the base story is is essentially still the same. Like V story is still no, the yeah, same. Yeah, that's story, the game. V story is the same. It was V I had issues with, like oh just, V specific, yeah, yeah, V specifically. Oh, okay, like, okay, okay, I okay, disliked. Okay the character i was forced to play as oh but like i i I really did like the stories of everyone around me (laughs) right (laughs) i thought that stuff was well done but it's just like the moment to moment gameplay just wasn't hitting and like the only thing carrying me through was those other characters stories which is why like i made it all the way to the end got you got you got you yeah i see this is some like old bethesda versus cd project red (laughs) guy rim witcher (laughs) where it's just like it, you know, if you didn't like being Geralt, like you, you weren't about it. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. That makes a little more sense there. I'm excited though because y'all are saying it's getting better. I haven't played it because uh, obviously the reviews at the start and all that crazy stuff. Well, you can only experience a game for the first time one time. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm gonna wait till they fix this thing because right. I feel like. Have you heard Idris Elba in the trailer? He says the game is fixed. <laughs> that's the the boy right there that's my man's i don't know about this one but yeah that sounds exciting yeah it's a good it's a good time and um they've definitely made it to where uh whatever your quote-unquote class is you know Mm -hmm. because essentially you like you want to pick like a a class like something you're going for like a way that you're trying to run the game right Mm -hmm. uh and so like they made it to where you're able to really kind of hone in on what class you want. So, like, if you're going for, like, an, an assassin build, like, they have ways for you to hone in on those type of, uh, uh like, perks mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's re- it's, a, it's a real game now. It was good. I, like I said, I thought it was for, uh, minus the minus the bugs and stuff, but, like, it's definitely gotcha. really good now. Uh, and, yeah, yeah, I like, saw some people in chat, uh, talking about starfield's first hour <coughs> cyberpunk's first hour uh it's kind of, yeah it's kind of night and day uh, starfield has an, an egregious egregiously slow start that it like unless you were already signed up for the bethesda experience like i don't know if that's going to pull anyone along for the rest of the way that was kind of, that was very rough for me no, no, no. <laughs> that's for space people bro i'm telling you that i thought i was a space people. person i guess it's i was the, wrong no like real space not fantasy <laughs> <That> space <laughs> This is the best game ever made, but space is boring. That's what Todd Howard has taught me. So he's like, it's for space people. It's for people who like space. Yeah, with that whole like, oh, there could be something out there. Odds are there won't be, but there you'll you'll find something. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, you're not waking up in wagons. You're not doing anything. You're literally at your nine to five. It's like, all right, I'm out. Yeah, rough. Uh, so yeah, is anything else, uh, Justin, that you've been uh, playing? Stuff you've been watching. Uh, uh, Street Fighter Six. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, you guys are like really big fighting guys, or is it just you? No, it's it's most of us. Um, most, okay. Yeah. So uh, I'm I'm pretty much the biggest fighting game player in the group. Mm-hmm. Uh, I play the most fighting games overall. Um, but every Tuesday and every Sunday we run Tekken Tuesday and the Sunday Street. So uh, basically Tekken Seven and Street Fighter Six, and then right. once Tekken Eight drops, we're gonna replace uh, Tekken Seven with Tekken Eight, and we're gotcha. really excited for Tekken Eight. Man. Yeah, like it, it looks cool. I've never been able to get heavy into Tekken. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't know is, what it is. Like the they're like 
this is coming from a Smash player, so I know it sounds oh, okay. ridiculous. <laughs> there are too many characters, and I don't know enough about any of them. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. No, there are, there are always, like, even the roster now, I think, is going to be, like, 32 characters or something like that from Jump. So, like, yeah, I get it. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so Street Fighter Six. like, I've always been a Street Fighter player. Like, it was one of the very first games I grew up with was, uh... Uh, like Street Fighter 2 Turbo. Yeah. Um, and oh, so, all right. Yeah, man. And then, like, you know, once I got a little bit older and CVS 2 dropped and Third Strike, and oh, man, after that, it was just, it was, it was curtains. Yo, who's, who's your Street Fighter GOAT? The greatest of all time. Oh, you, you know, you know, come Christian. on. It's, it's Daigo. 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 I don't care if he never wins again. That's my goal. Oh, no. No, dog. It's just like Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan, when when he came back and joined the Wizards, he was trash. We know. We all know this. We all know this. Not important. Exactly. But we also know that this man will forever be the GOAT. Yeah. Like, Fair. Yeah. So Daigo, Daigo is, is that boy. At, at his at his peak at his prime, you couldn't touch him, and killers, and that's all that matters. Killers too. At 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 his prime, you couldn't touch him. You saw Justin Wong try. We all seen that moment over and over again. Probably <laughs> that moment thirty seven has has literally like uh, exploded the internet on multiple occasions. So yeah, uh, I mean, not too long ago there was uh, <laughs> someone was sharing like a alternate reality version of that. Where somebody's Chun Li yeah. did it to a oh a I, yeah I saw that I saw that I I saw that bro I I, I love the fact that it's still going strong yeah. like the F, the FGC is pushing uh it typically pushes these um these ideas and and I love it so much I love the fact that thirty seven is going strong so like you so Street Fighter six dropped and you were you were all in like what oh all in so like were you you were big on Street Fighter five as well right I was. I didn't like Street Fighter Five. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I, I I loved Four. Four was Four, four like kind of like brought amazing. everything back, right? Yeah, Four was amazing. Um, and then Five, I didn't. I I didn't. I, I had to because Street Fighter, but I didn't. <laughs> like I, I didn't want to. This, this is the best guest you've had on here, Casey. Don't tell any of the other guests we've had. Four, on here. Four, five, <laughs> then, you know, it was a little mixed with Third Strike, but we could respect it. But five, it was more like mm, I guess because we're moving on. I don't wanna, but that, dude, that's literally all it was. It was everyone was hyped at the initial uh, the initial announcement, but then once we got it, we were like. Oh, so, okay. So, I'm, so I'm curious, I have to have this. Yeah, I'm curious from your perspective then, since you you stuck with the game. For, like I took a huge hiatus, and like I've I've tried to come back with six and get like really, mm -hmm. really into six, uh, mm -hmm. time permitting. Uh, but from your perspective, like what has six like fixed in that franchise that has made it like kind of a return to form? So six has essentially brought back the footsie game. Like, like footsies now is very very heavy in six. Like. You you almost if you don't have a footsie game, it will either force you to have one or you're gonna get blown up continuously. Like there's you have there's zero choice, and that and that's kind of what I I enjoyed about like the mind games from like CBS two and Third Strike mm -hmm. was like Third Strike was incredibly footsie heavy, and you had to you essentially had to blow your opponent up and like and mess with their mindset the entire game. Like, oh, is he gonna go high? Is he gonna go low? Is he gonna throw me? Like, what's he gonna do? Mm -hmm. You had you had to play that mind game. 
in five, you didn't really have to play that mind game. Like, you know, there was there was so many other gimmicks that you can use in order to not have to play it. Um, you know, but now Street Fighter Six, I feel like, has brought that back true to form. Uh, has definitely increased the um, the footsie game and the footsie potential. Um, and also, it's just back to being a fun game. It's just it's really back to being a fun game. Like, yeah, uh, essentially, I find it super fun. <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh, who's your main? If you don't mind uh, asking, I don't want to say I have a main because I am a scrub in Street Fighter Six right now. But I I want a main, Kimberly. But uh, I've had a lot of success with uh, <clears throat> uh, not men on uh, the. Why well, I'm blanking, Marissa. Marissa. Oh, Marissa. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. I've had a lot of success with Marissa. So like, I want a main, Kimberly. But like, I feel like Marissa is like connecting with me on like a, a deeper level <laughs> so marissa connects with everybody because marissa is a Mar marissa is a character where the the your opponent essentially beats up themselves so marissa is a very simple character in mm -hmm. all honesty like she's super simple like she doesn't have like really uh advanced combos she doesn't have like uh you know you don't you don't have to be super gimmicky you know mm -hmm. she's very simple uh, and so what winds up happening is a lot of us, us basically have come to the notion that Marissa is so simple that like, if you take your time with her, she's easy to beat. But if you over, if you over press or if you, uh, are, are, are being too aggressive, she has the ability to blow you up. And if she hits you, you die. So, <laughs> so <laughs> like man, Marissa is one of the only characters other than like maybe Zangief. That essentially, with three button presses and a super and a level three super, she can do about sixty-five to seventy yeah, percent of your health. Really freaking hard. Yeah. So the thing is, is is with that, um, because Marissa hits so hard, the play the opponent themselves has to be very careful with how they play her. Mm -hmm. And so if you're not, you can get blown up really easily. And so that's why they say that um, you know Marissa is essentially a character where the opponent beats up themselves. I, I get it. That makes sense. Yeah, I feel it. I need all done. Who was your main in four? In four, Ibuki. Ibuki, he say. Oh, yeah. oh, you want to know? Ibuki was my baby, bro. Okay, I got you, I but got to you. be fair, but to be fair, like minus her kunai mix up, I was like, I was a fan of Ibuki. I played her in third strike. She was my main yeah, in third I, strike I, too. So I, so when they brought her back in four, I had to play her. And then when they gave her the kunai mix up, I was like, eh, this is a bit cheap, but I'm not knock on you. Like, you know, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like you gave, you gave me a very cheap, uh, mix up setup, but I'm not, not going to use it. Um, yeah. And so like, yeah, I love the bookie in four. Bookie was very, very well done in four. There we go. Is there anybody you mesh in in six? Um, yeah. Uh, Marissa. Marissa, <laughs> yeah, Marissa, you got a mentor, Casey. Uh, yeah. yeah, no, I, I, I'm gonna be tuning in for some of you guys' Street Fighter streams because yeah. I, 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 I need to learn more. Like, I really want to. Time is. Bro, we'd love, we'd love not, to have you. Not passion. Uh, but yeah, uh, any anything else you want to share? Like stuff you've been watching, maybe. Uh, uh, to be fair, I haven't been watching anything. I have uh, dabbled into Lies of P. Uh, and I'm going to be playing that a little bit more uh, in the next coming days. But I dabbled a little bit into Lies of P, and that game is. Bro. Yeah, I loved it. I had a great time. Oh, you finished it already? Uh, yeah, yeah, I reviewed it for you. Uh, Escapist. So, Madman. Oh, yeah, that's right. I need to read that article. 
it, I I'm thinking about playing it again, honestly. <laughs> is that good, huh? Like I don't I don't the thing the thing is like nah, tell him why. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no oh no him, i don't like that playing down on the soul <laughs> all right it it in my review i state it took me 60 hours to complete that game every other review that i watched for lies of p after the fact was like oh you know it's like a 30 40 hour experience i'm like what the f took me 20 extra hours in that game so i'm curious uh i I know that I got the secret ending because like the secret ending is stupid. Like it's freaking crazy what they put at the end of that game. So I'm uh -huh. wondering if other people played it a certain way. Cause you know, you got the lying mechanic where you can tell people certain mm -hmm. lies and whatnot. And that supposedly mm -hmm. changes the story. So I'm wondering if I played it in such a way that I got all this extra stuff at the end. Oh, that other people did. Yeah. That yeah. maybe other people didn't see because they played it a different way. So I, yeah. I, I'm curious to go back and just, pick all different answers and see how different the game is, if at all. But it could just be like the way I play Souls games in general is very mm. stubbornly. Like if I come across a boss, I will beat it. Like I don't go grind. I don't go, uh, <laughs> yeah, like I don't look okay. for cheese. Like right, right. I, I'm going to learn its patterns and I'm not going to get hit. And that's right. how I come out on the other side. So that may take a bit longer than maybe other folks who are like going for like pure, uh, strength and uh, vitality or whatever. Well, that's what I did. Long way, bro. <laughs> right? See? For real. That's what I you did. Set, you out here setting <laughs> handicaps on yourself, Casey. That's just how <laughs> I feel. Think of that, that like weird teasing. It doesn't feel. Vitality. It doesn't feel. It doesn't feel like a handicap at the time. Like the thing is, I, I'll cheese a boss <clears> or a, like one of those kind of big minion-y enemies. I'll cheese <clears> them <throat> the second time I come across them if I <clears throat> if I figure out how. Right, but right, like. Right. For the first time I meet an enemy, it's like I have to see what this fight is. Like I need to mm -hmm. face this this enemy head on to see what this fight is. Like I can't I can't cheese it immediately. So like for bosses, it's like I'm just I'm just gonna fight you. <laughs> yeah. Did you play Sekiro? Uh yeah, yeah, I love Sekiro. Sekiro's probably so, the best thing so, you've ever made. Facts. Sek Sekiro, great game. Um <laughs> what was the name of the big fire enemy in that open area when you like you leave it and you fought the uh the dude on the horse there but then like you so when you come back the fi the giant fire oh the oh crap i know exactly what you're talking about yeah 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 yeah. Hey, uh, i'm blanking on his name but yes he's like a secret but, boss right 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 so did you fight him yeah i fought him and killed him you fought him right okay yeah, okay, okay that that, so, <laughs> that was a vendetta type thing because uh our our uh, editor-in-chief nick uh, he was playing through the game around the same time I had taken a break and he saw that enemy and ran away from it, but then was talking trash about how he was the souls <laughs> champ at escaping. So I had, to, I had to boot it back up. I was like, all right, let me go find this boss and kill him and then hold that over Dick's head. So that's what I did. See, I, 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 Demon of I hatred. Was... Thank you, sir. sir George Lucas and Tyrell. Yes, you guys have right. the titles. Yeah. Demon of hatred, bro. I, I was a sad boy. So I, I fought him a few times. And was like, yeah, no, <laughs> <laughs> bro. Like, and, and don't give me. I love Sekiro. Sekiro, phenomenal game. Mm -hmm. I looked at that monster and immediately said no, and found out exactly how to cheese him. I was not fighting that thing <laughs> at all. I'm sorry. No, it's a tough that fight. thing was huge, huge, and I'm and like. I was trying to roll and just wasn't, I was trying to parry and wasn't like, I was just like, no, I'm not doing this. Not this fight. Nuh-uh. Mm -mm. Yeah, that's like, that, that fight that's is like really, right there. Yeah. that fight is really, really tough. 
But I still think uh, the actual final fight, Ishin, like that freaking four stage boss battle, mm-hmm. like that is the hardest fight in that game by far. Really? Yeah. Like the Demon of Hatred, like it just takes time. Like you learn what it does, and then you can, yeah. you can execute. But like Ishin, but see, that's like, what I thought about the end gauntlet. too. Yeah, it, I mean, he was a gauntlet, but like after a while, I felt like you know, like learning it, like his parry timing and things like that, mm-hmm. like. Yeah, I feel like that became a little bit easier. That that demon of hatred, bro. <laughs> I just I just couldn't. Like, <laughs> and my boys was like, "You gotta fight it." I was like, "I'm not fighting." <laughs> like, I'm not fighting. I, I, I'm gonna see, see this corner over here. Yeah, I'm gonna walk over here. The demon hatred's gonna follow me, and he's gonna fall off this cliff here. And we we good. That's oh it. wow! Oh yeah, there you go. Now, I cheese. Oh, I cheese the I cheese the heck out of that thing. Sometimes I, you gotta cheese. I mean, that's what it is. Y'all see this as a fight. It's not a fight. They're trying to kill see? me. I'm Thank trying to you. kill them. Thank you. Thank you. If they right. want to fight, make a better arena. Make a better, <laughs> make a better mechanics. Like they make say, it, make get, get good my skill level. Get good your game design. <laughs> get good your game design. Don't put me in an area that he can fall off the cliff on. There, out of there. I mean, there. Yeah. That's how that goes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, thanks. Thanks for sharing. Um, any... Frost, anything you want to share in terms of like games you've been playing, uh, stuff you've been watching? Oh, well, I do. You know how I do. Uh, I write, I take everything in, and then I like not burn out, but I like kind of just crash for a week. So all I've been doing is rewatching Numbers. I don't know if you guys remember that old show. Oh, I fucking numbers. Oh, sorry. I I love yeah. Numbers. Yeah, I love Numbers. What is Numbers was my numbers? jam, bro. I don't think my, I remember what Numbers is. My dude, you can leave, Casey. Uh, <laughs> nah, so Numbers, you know, okay, you know the like procedural detective shows, right? So we're sure. talking like, and that can be like House, Lucifer, Old School, CSI Miami, yeah. all that kind of stuff. But this you, this bro. whole thing, there it is, there it is. It's just the main guy is, um, he's, he's like a prodigy, just a math mm-hmm. prodigy. And his brother is a police officer. And he's like, I can't really solve this case. And he nerds out on it. He's just like, yeah, but like based well, on the algorithm of blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. He, <laughs> yes, actually. Yes. Yeah, wow. <laughs> actually, yes. And it's super interesting. And it fits into my whole thing of like, I like dysfunctional detectives because the thing that makes them good makes them socially awkward. Yeah, that is, and that that, is that's this whole TV thing. Trope. Yeah. Yeah. One of my favorites is when he's showing down with a, uh, with a, a, there's a serial killing sniper and they get a, a Lou Diamond Phillips to come in as a, a sniper trainer. And he's like, your math is good, but you haven't lived. So you're, you're not gonna, you're not gonna be able to until you shoot a gun. And he's like, I don't need to shoot a gun. What I need to shoot a gun for, and then like that just breaks him down. Where it's like, yeah, experience does right. trump uh, just numbers, and um, e- each one, as much as it is about the math, is also about like you know the humanity behind them, and yes. uh, just procedural goodness. Forty-four minutes. I'm not paying Prime to you know an extra three dollars. I've been ripping sit-ups during the ads. You know, I'm getting, so I'm watching numbers, and I'm I'm getting my summer bod. So that's nice. what I'm doing. Hey, okay, yes, sir. <laughs> so does you starting numbers mean that you you finished suits? Like, did you get through all of it? Uh, no, I just alternate Num- numbers because like suits is new to me, right? So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm taking new stuff. Numbers, I've seen it before. I'm, it's uh, just a okay. quick rewatch. rewatch. Nothing, no gotcha. big toll on the brain. Yeah, yeah. Just how far into suits are you? Suits, I'm. I think I'm about to come off of season one. Oh, good. really? Oh, okay. oh my god, my fiance's in season five. Like I'm not I watching bet. it like yeah. linearly. Like I'm coming in and sitting down next to her wherever she's at because she's just binging like crazy, and then she just catches me up like, oh, this happened then, and this yeah. happened. Then. <laughs> oh, so you I'm haven't seen, it. so you haven't seen Suits either. No, bro, let let me tell you, <laughs> man, Suits like so. I I I was a uh, I was there when Suits first dropped, right? And mm-hmm. so being like in the in the legal field already, 
like suits was just right up my alley bro and so uh like mike and like and you know how his brain works and how he's able to like deduce things and and his photographic memory bro they make him so so suave i hate it I, at I'm the telling, beginning i'm telling you casey it's for people who wanted more of that tony stark and no, uh yeah, it's Peter exactly Parker. that yeah, yeah. That's exactly I, what it is. I, I, That was a good comparison. That was <laughs> a good comparison. That even was a the, great even comparison. At, even at the start, he's like, Bro. I, you know, and that whole, like, I'm not your dad type beat. But right. Like, come yeah, on. yeah, yeah. Come on, man. And, the, and that is a very good comparison. I didn't even think about that. That's very good. Uh, it's, it's, it's great stuff. I like, just be loading up on this, uh, I don't know, wholesome detective procedural. Yeah. What more could you ask for? Easy watches. Hey, yeah, that's oh, definitely like kind of just junk food TV. Not that it's bad junk, but like it's it's very easy to just watch a ton, ton, ton of it. Mm. Oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. And as far as like games go, uh, been taking it easy. What did I do? I played a cocoon. Okay, nice. Yeah, I finished that it, recently. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, I, I'm not not even to the point where I would give it any sort of review. I just like it's nice. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's, it's interesting to see a follow up from the guy who uses monochrome. You know, so it's like, oh, you you can do colors. All right, <laughs> you can do colors. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's been a light week for me with that because uh, yeah, mostly like just cooking and stuff. Nice. What you cooking? Anything uh, new? Pasta. Anything brand new? I've been seeing too many TikToks about this uh this grandmama who makes her own pasta, and I was like, I'm gonna try that. Don't all grandmamas make her own pasta? That's what I always thought. Yeah, but they're not all on TikTok. Dude, that's, that, that's fair that is also true <laughs> all right that's what's up uh, does that do it for you you have uh yeah that, that's it for me i kind of i kind of i kind of want to ask you a little bit about your uh your weight loss journey brother how's that how's that going oh, let me see here let me see here. <laughs> a lot of it was well before the weight loss journey there was the weight gain journey <laughs> that, that was i was it was coming off a pandemic right but during that pandemic i was getting ripped i was bulking right oh, I, was, okay. I hit 240 pounds of beautiful mass mm, and then yes, i sat on my ass for too long and that that kind of you know kept the weight a lot of the muscles started leaving me mm-hmm. so then uh but i was also moving across the country in the way i landed here in uh in oklahoma and then uh Dating, dating my girl, you know that that new relationship weight comes oh, rolling in as you're well. Right, you're right. I like you, she fluffy. Feeding you, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. She's like feeding you. Yeah. Right, feeding you, having a good old time, showing showing me the ropes and all that kind of stuff around yeah, here. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, no. So I was like, okay, I got to do something about this, but we're also kind of work a bit sedentary, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's, it's been more about getting active and all that kind of stuff, but also using you know like these kinds of TV shows that. In during the intro, during the ads, during whatever, I'm just I'm just ripping, right? I'm I'm just oh, out here. okay, all right. It's like yo, as many push ups as you can in these thirty seconds, as many uh, sit ups as you can, planks for the whole thing, uh, pull up bars, that kind of stuff. But yeah, I know it's been it's been going well. Uh, I think I'm just hitting like I'm 28 now. When I was younger, I liked like like at 20, it was all about just power and just straight up power that you could maintain all the time. But now I'm, I'm matured a little bit and going, let's go for calisthenics, a little more flexibility. Yeah. yeah. It, it sucks to be buff. You go up the stairs and you're out of breath. <laughs> I hear that. Nah, well, I hear, oof, all all I hear that muscle is going to start weighing on your knees. So Yeah, it does. It does. <laughs> all that muscle, like you get, you start getting really rigid uh, tendons. 
yeah, popping. Yeah. You waking up, everything's popping. Yeah, so uh, I'm down to like 195 now. Hey, good. A lot more flexibility. Feeling great. I'm yes, feeling great. sir. Congratulations, nice. brother. Thank you. Yeah, that's a big drop, man. Yeah, yeah, for real. Like I've, I don't know why I've always been like one something five, but like as I get older, like that number just goes up and stays there. <laughs> Like I was like 165, like as a teenager, 175 in college, 185 post college, um, and I've been 185 for a long time now. I was 195 for the longest, but that was because I wasn't doing anything. I was like, all right, I'm yeah. working all the time. I'm not as active as I used to be. Uh, I hit 200 on the dot and was like, ooh, this doesn't this doesn't feel right. So I've I've been exercising, like I've been trying to eat slightly better. Like I've been going to the gym on a regular basis. I, I I'm going back to martial arts classes hey, uh, on a regular yes, basis. Sir. But I will n- I my body refuses to drop below 200 now. About <laughs> your food too, bro. I mean, I, I I'm, I'm sure it is, but I'm not gonna not eat. That is the hardest thing. The, the, the laws of thermodynamics. The yeah. <laughs> the the laws of thermal. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, like at my at my biggest. I mean, and I I love that you guys about your weight and the fact that you guys are all under two hundred pounds. I love it. <laughs> I, mean, you, I, I love a big it dude, so though. much. I mean, not, yes, not, okay, yeah, I, I, five ten, two forty. That was a wall, bro. Yeah, you were a wall, <laughs> a bulldog, bro. I was a tuna can, just like <laughs> <laughs> bro. Like at my biggest, I was three oh five. Um but, but you got height was, like that doesn't that doesn't look the same. How tall are you? I, I, I'm six three. These guys. You saw what I mean? Like this is a football no, player. I, <laughs> hey man, look look look. I, I, I'm not gonna say I didn't look like a football player, but I didn't feel like a football player. <laughs> Bro, like I was going upstairs and like my knees was cracking, and then like you said, like you know, you get up the step, you. <laughs> You know, and like it, it's it's not a good time, but yeah, man, I'm down to 270 right now, Ooh, and it's it. solid. Nice. What's your routine? Um, so I do. Uh, so me and a few friends have start started this routine about a few months ago, and basically uh, we do full body splits. So Ooh. we go four four days a week, mm-hmm. um, and we do one bo- one um exercise per body part. Yeah. Um, and what that allows us to do is it allows us to hit the, like all the different parts of the muscle every week, um, not missing anything. And it, and it it allows us to maintain a certain amount of balance, body balance. Um, because you know, you're not pushing on one day and pulling on the other to where like now that you've pushed that day, all your muscles are being pulled forward from the push. You know what I'm saying? So ours, we get a full body balance. So we get both push and pull. So the muscles, uh, I feel like they they kind of uh, go into more of like a neutral state instead of like one muscle pulling on the other. Oh yeah, the opposite. Yeah. That's a, that's a big thing because I used to not have that balance and like my glutes were out of whack. I was having <laughs> ankle pains because my glutes were out of whack. I went to the physical therapist and I was like, "Doc, I'm gonna have to cut this leg off." And he said, "No, bro, you don't have an ass." <laughs> and he he did the, he did this thing to me. All right, so uh, they sit you on this stool. And he and while you're sitting there, he grabs your leg, and he said, "I'm gonna what is it? I'm gonna push on your leg. You gotta uh, resist it, right? Right, 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 right." I was doing that, and he said, "Damn, bro, you are like the strongest person I've seen in here." But then he's like, "All right, now I'm gonna pull, and you gotta hold." And 
just like poop just went straight up and i was trying i was giving it i was gunning it and it just went uh i had never felt so I, I i don't know what i felt i was like i tried so hard and i could not resist the pull on that so he's like <laughs> yeah you got no ass <laughs> He said you got all thigh, no butt. (laughs) (laughs) So I diagnosed you with Taylor Swiftism. Yeah, no ass at all. (laughs) (laughs) Not to. Well, no, that's the what is it? The the Miley the Miley Cyrusism. Oh God! Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, pretty much. That's unfortunate. Yes, Y'all uh, remember when she was twerking on stage in that oh, in that God, I tried talk? to forget. Thanks for putting it back in my brain. You're welcome, brother. <laughs> hey, I had to... a, it was raw chicken. I've done the meme. <laughs> Bro, I hated that so much. God, that's got to be like one of the top five most awkward things ever on like an MTV video Absolute, stage. Absolutely. Lampy says it's been nice knowing you. You just pissed off the Swifties. I always piss off the Swifties. I I very much dislike Taylor Swift's whole thing. Oh, <laughs> so now I, you're just a I don't care. Oh yeah, now you're just a hater. Just a hater. <laughs> I'll be a Taylor Swift hater. I don't care. Oh no. Uh, Wait. So is it is it the music you hate or is it just like it's the music? It's like the super fake persona because she used because like I don't like her music per se. She's a hmm. super generic pop artist. But like the thing with pop is like it has to be catchy. It has to be something that sticks right. in your head. Right. And she does have songs that do that. So like I'm not gonna say like she's a bad pop artist. Right. But I don't think she's that good. Like she's definitely not as good as all the hype around her. Mm. Uh, this is gonna get to a real whole other thing if I keep going down the rabbit hole. But there's there is a there's a there's very much a hint of white supremacy in Taylor Swift's popularity. Oh, like Taylor Taylor Swift needs to be this big a deal because she is always being compared to black artists and being held to That's the same fair. standard of black artists. That's if fair. you look on Twitter, there's all these people trying to say. Taylor Swift is XYZ better than Beyonce. And it's like, it. no, one, it. yeah, no one was talking about Taylor Swift over in Beyonce's camp. Yeah. I'm Swifties stay trying to bring Beyonce into this competition. I feel like Twitter just made you bitter. Because, <laughs> it's that algorithm, but it, my friend. But it's, it's, been, it's been long before that. Like, this started as soon as she won that award that Kanye took from her. <laughs> like, because that, that was the reason. She won that award over Beyonce then. Yeah. And she, she won shouldn't it over have. 50 Cent. Yeah. 50 Cent. <laughs> <laughs> My man didn't get an award. That was the biggest freshman album. <laughs> no, he said, forget Beyonce. 50 Cent. Yeah, like, he no, 50 Cent up. did not win anything no, no. and he should not have. <laughs> he did not win anything. In, in, but, in the club at the time? Hottest thing. Hottest hey, thing I mean, he's not wrong. He, in the club was the like, hottest th- thing. Think of it this way, right? We... And I know this is a tangent, guys. I apologize. Remember when Macklemore won Best New Artist oh, over yeah, Kendrick? Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Hey, look, this man. Is we, the, we, this we... is the same thing. This is the same thing, except they needed Taylor Swift to validate that egregiousness because, like, they're like, yes, we did that. We gave this, we gave this white lady an award over this black lady because whiteness. But they had to keep pushing her to make sure that that stuck. They're like, oh, we're justifying it by by all her record oh. sales, by all her tour, like so, they're mm. constantly on this hype train for Taylor Swift yeah. because they need to justify that injustice, and I'm not buying it. <laughs> oh, I see what you mean. See, I think it's just she's super marketable. It's like when people yeah. were saying The Rock is the biggest star. So is white supremacy. 
<laughs> oh well, yes, it is. But I, I but mean... I mean, like annoying annoying fans are annoying in the way that's like The Rock's the biggest star, and he was lit- he was literally making more money than any, anybody else in a uh-huh. given year. But mm-hmm. what what were your big movies, right? Where's where's your big movies? And that's why he's all a little bit pissed. Then we get Black Adam, and now we, we try to pretend like we don't like The Rock like that. You know, and you well, see that's because he did Black tour, Adam. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Well, it was more than just him doing Black Adam. It was him doing Black Adam and then him trying to, like, uh, usurp the DC universe. And, like, people start reporting, like, oh, The Rock is hard to deal with. He wants to be the star. He got kicked off of Fast and Furious. It was all this negative press. He's on an apology tour now. He's hanging out with Oprah. He's like, hey, let's give money to... Oh no! To, like he's giving money to the the, the striking uh, actors and writers. He's giving money to uh, Hawaii Relief. Like the Rock is on his politics. He's fine. He's gonna sell the XFL to the NFL. He'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, bro. I, I just, yeah, I just see fans and haters. They're both annoying. <laughs> bro, I heard, uh, and I don't know if this is true, but I heard uh, him. Uh, so the Rock and uh, Vin Diesel have specific contracts in which they can't lose fights. Yeah, they have to and trade so, you know, like an even number of punches or something. Yeah. And so I'm like, bro, come on. Yeah, it's, that's really sad, like, honestly. That's really like, uh, like I, I want to be such a boss in these movies that I specifically write in my contracts that you cannot make me lose fights. So when they had the fight between The Rock and Vin Diesel, they went into a stalemate because they can't lose fight. I, I, it's childish. I, it's yeah, it's so it's so childish. It's so childish. But I did hear that uh, the Rock, unfortunately, was a bit difficult to work with. So yeah, it seems like they have pieced that up from what I hear. Yeah. Like he's gonna be coming back. But um, I don't know. I, I do hope he. he it was like a wake up call. For a sec? <laughs> Say again. Can he go back to wrestling for a sec, just like a few yeah. weeks? Yeah, ago? like mm-hmm. again, he's like like the Rock knows he messed up. Like that, I, this is kind of the thing I like about him. Like yes, he was getting very big headed and like was overreaching, I guess, for some people. Like he just wants to be a big superstar. I don't, you know, I don't take that away from him. But like he's realizing that the public has turned on him, so he's like, all right, let me get he back to my there. roots. Yeah. Not that he was a big superstar, but what he wanted was prestige. Because yeah. even though he was the biggest, he's like, I don't have a Rocky. I don't have a Terminator. Yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't have none of that. Because I mean, because I felt like The Rock was overall in terms of in terms of stardom was pretty big. Like, yeah. I didn't really I didn't really feel like he needed to push this envelope. You know what I'm saying? I felt like because he was The Rock, people were naturally going to give him spots anyway. So like because Black Adam was a no brainer, I felt like like The Rock for Black Adam, I felt like was a huge no brainer. Um, but it sounded I, great on paper, but it, bro, <laughs> it sounded great on paper, but <laughs> man, ooh, that process, mm. DC, I love you, but your movies is, just, mm. <laughs> uh, Lampy says he'll always have Scorpion King Frost. <laughs> he'll always have Tooth Fairy. Hey, you know, <laughs> hey, hey, look, I, I enjoy Scorpion King. Yeah, I, that movie, yeah, that man, was not I, a bad movie. I no, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed Scorpion King. I was I was about to watch Hercules yesterday. He was in a really oh the bad Rock movie. version. Yeah, yeah. That's why like, people are dogging on him for a live action Moana. But I'm like, I like Hercules. <laughs> he plays, but, he but plays also live, a- live action Moana, man. Like Moana's not yeah. old enough to need a, a live action yet. Yeah, yeah that's crazy that. that they went to that this this quickly. Yeah, like live action like, Frozen is next. <laughs> Stop! Stop! <laughs> so I, I said it here. Just let's just that wait. Still has more time in between, though. You that think. true? True. 
And right. and hopefully they get somebody who can sing this time because when they had Emma Watson, Emma Watson play Belle in the uh, Beauty and the Beast, I'm sorry, baby. I I love you, but you cannot sing. You cannot <laughs> sing. Hermione, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, man, you can cast those spells like nobody's business, but girl, you ain't got no voice. Sit down. <laughs> Sit down. Oh, man. Uh, but yeah, oh, sorry. We, we got way off tangent. Sorry. Uh, Frost, does that, <laughs> does that do <laughs> Yeah, that's what I've been watching. The waste. Yeah, so what you been doing, Casey? Uh, yeah, for me, uh, mostly like review stuff. So like I, I did finish Cocoon, uh, wrote up a review for it. Um, the game's out already, so like there's no embargo right now. Um, I really, I really enjoyed it. Like it's from uh, Jep Carlson, who, like Frost said, uh, did Inside, did Limbo, um, and it, it actually feels kind of like a different thing than those, as opposed to a lot of the other spinoffs from Play Dead. I believe was it Play Dead, mm. the previous studio. I, I'm blanking. I'm, I'm bad at remembering studio. But yeah, like the there were like two main guys who did like Inside and Limbo, and what the other guy went and did. Um, Somerville, right? Mm, okay. Which I, I also played, um, and I did not like that game at all. It had all of the feel and tone of like an inside and a limbo, but none of like the actual like interesting gameplay elements. And Cocoon definitely seems like, okay, so this was the gameplay guy. This guy knows how to build like a puzzle and like make it super compelling. Um, but story-wise, um, like everything is visually interesting, but I don't know what that narrative was supposed to be, like, at all. Like, I didn't get, like, any sort of over, over, overwhelming sense of, like, why this character I'm controlling is doing this or, like, why the stuff around is happening. But... What did you feel? Confusion? That, that, sounds, <laughs> that sounds facetious, but that's kind of the thing with Limbo. Like, there is no story. It is No, Lim Limbo has a premise, Right. Like, there's a little boy, and he's trying to rescue a girl. Like, they, they've set that up at the very beginning. Like, his sister or whatever That's fair. is That's snatched fair. away by that crazy-looking spider thing, and then he's on a journey mm -hmm. to go save her, right? Like, it's a premise. Like, fair, it's not super fair, deep, fair. but it's a premise, and there is a tone and feel after that. Cocoon just starts weird. Like, it's an, it's like a very alien world, um, and, and I, I love that. Like, I love its visuals. I love how alien everything feels and looks. Like... That game has doors and bridges and levers that just don't look like any doors or bridges and levers you've ever seen before. But it's like, but because it's so well designed, like it it all makes sense in the context. It's like, okay, right. this this path is open to me, so I guess I'll go in that direction, even though like it looks crazy. And like the, the main thing in that game is the you jump into and out of entire levels and like they basically you leave behind like kind of a, a globe, like a little orb of the level you were just in and you can pick that thing up and take it around and use it as like an object in the environment and um uh, those ores will get abilities so like um like a metroidvania almost you'll get new ways to traverse new areas because now you have this world in your hands that lets you do things like teleport or create like a a platform while it's in close vicinity and stuff like that and it, it like it feels a little gimmicky at the start. Where it's like, all right, well, this doesn't really add a ton, <laughs> but that changes near the end of the game. Like near the end, yeah. But the game's not super long, though. To be fair, it's not super long. It's like at okay. most four or five hours. Oh, okay. But like, yeah. But in that third half of the game, you start to really see how crazy like that 
world hopping and stacking mechanic can get and like that was like when everything really really came together like it was, like it was fun before that but like but it did feel kind of novel but then it's like all right now it's it's hitting the brain muscles right nice. yeah so like yeah i, I, like I really really liked it yeah. uh but yeah outside of cocoon uh would you would you recommend it uh, i would 100 recommend it yeah okay. um i think it's like 25 bucks right now so like it's a little pricey for the length mm. in, in all honesty like I'd be got, more comfortable uh, with like maybe a twenty or fifteen dollar price tag. If you, got, if you got Game Pass, it's on that. Oh, and it's on Game Pass. Yes, it's oh, on Game Pass. Well, so if, if you have Game Pass, you should definitely play it. Like, there's no reason uh, not to. Also, you, people should just get Game Pass. Just yes, stop please. playing. Guys, yeah, stop, yeah. stop, stop doing it to yourourself. Just get Game Pass. Yeah. Dude, I'm literally playing Lies of P, and I didn't buy it. I just there, had Game there Pass. There you go. Look at that. Yeah, I was, I was. The short hike, Celeste, Venba, Liza P, and it still just keeps Starfields man, on there. Like <laughs> that's, that's man, true. Man, see, have you guys played Sea of Stars? I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I started it. Yeah. No, go ahead. Oh, I, I just wanted to say because uh, man, Sea of Stars, Jesus, Jesus, <laughs> Sea of Stars. Please go play Sea of Stars. Wow, you found somebody who loves it more than Nick. That's crazy. <laughs> Bro, like, cause, cause, like I said, I'm a bit older. Like, um, you know, I grew up, like, I grew up in the late '80s, and like, man, I, it, it just brings me back. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think that's exactly what they were going for, right? Like, they wanted yeah, to hit it, that era of JRPG. And man, oh, does it? it not? It don't, bro. It not only hits it; it sits so well. Like it just like snuggles its butt in like in a crevice, right? You know what I mean? Like it just it just sits so well, bro. And like like man, please go play Sea of Stars. It's such a good game. Yeah, I I want to get back to it. That that's on my back catalog. I started it, put like maybe three three hours into it. Yeah, I'm I gotta give it a go. Stuff. What what you call it? They uh they had me play the demo. Uh, bad demo. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> Oh really? Bad game. Demo was just bad. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Just kind of just kind of threw that you in there, nothing going, and that that's kind of my my shtick is I do a lot of the demos. I, I see what's coming through, and I not, not rate them, but but I'm sort of like, all right, here's how you could have made a better, you know, first impression. Yeah. This is not an end all be all, but just understand that people are gonna look at this and just like take away that impression. But yeah, see a star is bad demo. I've been hearing great things about it. Man, yeah, it's great. it's a it's definitely a ten out of ten in my book in terms of gaming. Nice. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything really I've been watching other than One Piece. And <laughs> I think the answer is yes, no. sir. The answer is no. Um, yeah, I'm not going to keep talking about One Piece because I'm just catching up. Like, uh, I stopped halfway in the Kaido arc. I watched the the, the One Piece Red movie uh, because, okay. like, where I happened to stop, they played the two filler episodes, mm. uh, which were setting up that movie. And like I usually skip over the the One Piece filler, like I'm like I don't got time for this. But like yeah. I I had come back and just fell into it by accident. I was like, oh, this is not what I was watching. This is filler. I was like, all right, well they asked some questions that I was interested in. I was like, all right, let me go find out what this mystery is. I watched the movie. Movie's great. <laughs> Movie's, Movie's fantastic. Great. Movie's great. I really really liked the Red movie. So yeah. check that out. And I might I might actually check out some older One Piece movies now because like I was legit just I, if it wasn't full confirmed canon. I did not have time for it. <laughs> you should you say you say that, but like their filler is like a streak of five episodes a month. Yeah, like it's not it's not very long good. filler, but like yeah. I still didn't care. <laughs> I was like, is this right. this doesn't add anything to the the long tail story? Because I started One Piece years ago, 
So like at the time, I was like, I don't need to waste any time on not catching up. <laughs> like this filler is not helping me catch up. Right, so right, right. That's just been my mindset. But like now they're like, okay, I'll catch up and have to take a break to let more episodes build. Maybe, maybe now I can start uh, enjoying some some One Piece filler, and I won't feel so like set back by having to sit through it. Especially since this was good. Like the two the two episodes that they set it up for are actually not good. Like they're <laughs> like they're not interesting episodes. It's just yeah. set up. But the movie itself is really good. Yeah. But see, I, I love the movies, but I hate the fillers. I absolutely uh-huh. hate the I cannot stand the fillers. I, I refuse to watch. And this is what this is what uh, made me refuse to watch fillers. Um we were leaving uh uh Fishman Island, mm-hmm. right? And so in the manga, you know, they they go into um what it punk hazard. They just they they just pop into punk hazard, right? Mm-hmm. In the anime, they pop out of the sea and meet a giant that ate the mini mini fruit. Why? <laughs> just why? Yeah, it's just it's just, it's just killing <laughs> just time. Why? <laughs> like and, I, and like I was watching it and I was I don't like this. I, I, just, <laughs> I, just, like, I, I don't like this. Like I, I just I'm, I'm never watching filler again. This is dumb. I hate this. I don't want. <laughs> yeah, no, I I feel that. Uh, but I always the, give the, it a try. The movies, the movies themselves. I mean, yeah, the movies are. are yeah, clutch. I may give them a, a special pass. You you should you should actually go and watch all the movies. They are fantastic. They are absolutely fantastic. Uh, one of the movies is cool because it has like a little Easter egg where the. Uh, uh, the uh, One Piece Pirates, or sorry, the uh, Straw Hat Pirates play a game of baseball. It's clutch. I feel it's, like it's clutch. there are there are a lot of anime series that will randomly have the cast play baseball. Yeah, <laughs> For you know, reason. baseball's huge. Baseball's huge in Japan. Yeah, that man. is true. Like, Even Twilight yeah. did it. Yeah, <laughs> we all do. Stop. So, we don't talk about Twilight. We don't. We don't. We don't talk about Twilight. Stop. It's time. Stop. It's time. Stop. Twilight. No. Twilight no. No. It. There's no need. Do you think Twilight will get like a a, a re a reboot? Yeah. No. Not, like not a, a reboot. A remake. But like, there's a, no way you could because the whole like they never age. Well, you, you clearly age. <laughs> You've clearly aged. Yeah. That's why we don't reboot vampire stuff. It's using newer vampires, not the same I, I, ones. I, I like you, bro. I, I like you. You took the Lord to the extreme. I like you. <laughs> yeah. That's that's how you dedicated aged. they are to the the craft. It's like we can't do this again. Not with these same actors, at least. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's gotta be a different thing. Uh, but yeah, so that's that's pretty much it for what I've been uh, playing, etc. Um, we can get to our first topic. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, uh, Netflix uh, they had their uh, Geek Week thing. Uh, it's sort of it's sort of like their version of like a Comic Con type deal, where like they spend like a, a whole week just unveiling new things coming. Um, but the geeked stuff is always specific to like nerd culture like netflix has been on this train of really trying to capture um like that very nerdy video game anime watching crowd like they they have tons of adaptations one piece is an example of them right Right. like they'll they're they're making live action versions of anime and then they're turning video games into animated series um so uh i sent a, a list of like all the things i think that they announced this past week um, so I'll read through the list real quick and then you guys can just let me know if anything on this list like speaks to you, if you're really excited about it, or if you think that maybe it's a problem that they're going to try and adapt this thing or just any other, uh, immediate responses. So like we have Castlevania Nocturne, which already released, I believe like that's out already. Supposedly um, it's hit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've heard good things about it as well. Now we're getting a new <laughs> devil may cry anime. 
I did see that. Yeah. Uh, there's a Tomb Raider Legend of Lara Croft show coming. Um, Sonic Prime, which I think already existed as well. Or was that a different show? I think that was um, a different show. Okay, so maybe this is a new Sonic series. Um, Captain Laserhawk, which is uh, the Far Cry Blood Dragon series, right? Like, it's, it's based on that uh, Far Cry 3 oh, DLC, sure. but, like, they're making a whole series based on that, which, okay, that, that came out oh, of nowhere. Hey, man. Uh, Blue Eye Samurai, I've not heard of. I think that might just be an anime thing. Uh, Pluto, also, I don't know much about. But then we also have Masters of the Universe Revolution, which I think is a sequel series to uh, the previous mm-hmm. Masters of the Universe, which I, I've also heard good things about. And Same. my my dear favorite, Scott Pilgrim Takes Off, the animated series based on the movie, based on the graphic novel. <laughs> yes, sir. That's the one. Um, so, yeah, any anything here speak to you guys, first off? Uh, I'm kind of hoping Devil May Cry hits. I'm not going to hold you. Were you aware that there was already a Devil May Cry anime? Yes. Did you watch that one? I did. What What's your take on the previous Devil May Cry anime? So, I didn't, I, like, okay, I didn't hate it. You didn't hate it, okay. I didn't hate it. I'm not saying it was good. Well, I'm just saying I didn't hate it. Um, cause at the time I was really into Devil May Cry. And so like anything DMC, I was kind of like, yes, gimme, gimme, gimme. Right, right, right. Um, so it was, like I said, it wasn't good, but you know, <laughs> neither were some of the games. So I'm not going, I'm not going to hold, I'm not going to hold. That like, That is fair. Like I, I, I didn't watch all of it because yeah, I was put off very early on by like, yeah. how bad slash boring the anime was, but I also did not play the games. Like I, I like I, I'm a big Capcom fan. Like I know oh, okay. a ton of their franchises or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I'd never played Devil May Cry itself before trying to watch that show. So I was hoping to maybe get some insight into what Devil May Cry is as a series. And I was like, this is boring. No, yeah, no. <laughs> so it, you you should not watch that anime if you're looking for anything like that has any consistency with the devil may cry series like you should not you should not watch it just like it i watched it and once i finished i realized oh this was just a good time that's Uh, it like yeah it wasn't meant for anything more than like doing dante being dante and doing flashy stuff and and them trying to be cool like it wasn't good but it was them trying to trying to hype on the franchise or hi- get a hype off the franchise with like an animation that's that's right, literally yeah. all it was, yeah. so um this this actually seems like a very different take yeah um like devil may cry hasn't had like a new game in quite like five is not super old but it's definitely not recent right but now it has an animated series uh attached to it i'm curious um what what do you think this show could bring to maybe fix some of what was wrong with the last one. Like, like, is there anything you hope to see this do? If they're continuing it off of DMNC five, um, or basing it off of that, then I'm hoping it'll have more of a storyline, <laughs> like, you know, something <laughs> that we can hold on to other than just Dante out there, just beating up demons. Like uh, I, they did, they showed like a very tiny snippet of, uh, of like the animation style of DMC. It looks good. It, it, it looks, looks good. Yeah, it looks really good. Cool. It looks really good. But I will say it looks like a super young Dante. Yes. So like in five, he's he's got like a, a stubble and stuff, right? Like he's he's an older yeah. guy by five. Yeah. So like this this might just be like 
the start, like whatever the hell Dante's beginning stories are. I'm assuming that's what this series would be, based on. Oh, that so, book. so it's so it's essentially like a retelling of the original of the beginning story. That might be. Yeah, I don't know. That, that might be interesting. Like, and I mean, and the cool thing is, is, is if this actually takes off and they're able to act. Like you said, depending on where they started, mm-hmm. they could essentially like kind of go through maybe all the games like animated wise. That might be kind of interesting too. So like you've played all the Devil May Cry games, yes, sir. I'm assuming. Do you believe that the story in the games is worthy of like a TV animated series? Like, do you think it could hold its own as like a story without the gameplay attached to it? Because I feel like this it, it is an would, issue a lot of video games tend to have. <laughs> it, it would definitely need some uh, some tweaking, mm-hmm. um, but I think I think it could be done. It, it would definitely need some tweaking though. But I, I think uh, you know if they they kind of uh, streamline some things, put a little bit more backstory in other things, like yeah, I think they could they essentially could do it. Okay, I, yeah, mean, I mean, I think I, I think we've gotten worse though too. So. <laughs> well, that is, that's <laughs> that is very true that we've gotten worse. Um, but yeah, any any thoughts from you, Frost? We're, like, have you played a lot of Devil May Cry? Are you into uh, this anime adaptation? Uh, not as much as I should have because I do love like old uh, hack and slashers. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know, just that that gratuitous. Uh, fighting the crazy power fantasies, like I'm all about it. And if anything, I feel like they are better suited for adaptations, uh, given like throw a bit more story. But yeah, that flashiness, like that you see when you play, you want to yeah. see it visually as well. You're like, oh yeah, it's that exactly. for the thing that I did. Hell, yeah, yeah, that level of action can definitely translate in an for, anime for sure. in particular. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it translates super well with the same experience. I'm more so seeing it like the volume that they're placing out here. It's interesting that they're just kind of like, I mean, I'm here wondering like, what's the budget? Right, uh-huh. it's sort of like well, like Hollywood. They um, they make tons of horror movies a year, and they may not all be the the biggest quality, but it's because it's or budget, and one of them could pop off, right. and that right there just covers the entire thing. So I'm, I'm if anything, I'm kind of enjoying this more so. Like even if Netflix, if we were to say cynically, Netflix isn't giving it the full respect, and they're just kind of like, here's a little bit more of that thing you know, right? Mm-hmm. I prefer that over this whole like I'm. I just fired half of my studio and I'm putting everything into this. You know, like I, I appreciate this. I appreciate this more than than just the other stuff. Because even even smaller things like, um, you know, Ed Runners was popping off, even though Cyberpunk may not have in the public eye. Right? It's still like kind of nice to have them together. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Uh, the Witcher got the the little anime thing for a moment, and it is just more of that thing you enjoy. It may not progress what's already there, right? Mm-hmm. But it's just more of that thing that you love. I'm sorry. Yeah, just yeah. just transmedia. Like we're just gonna flood the airways from every a- avenue with this brand, and whether you play it or listen to it or watch it, you're gonna know it, right? Like that's kind of right. the goal yeah. for some of this stuff. But I mean, I will say, I honestly feel like Netflix, for for all the for all the flack people give them for like always trying to do an adaptation, I feel like they continue to try. Like it's like, okay, we did a thing, it was bad, but they don't just they haven't just given up. They're like, all right, let's try another one. Is this one better? Right? Like we right. we got Death Note live action, and everyone was like, Ugh. good God, no! And then they did one piece, and it was everyone's like, oh, okay, this is all right. We like this. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, sorry, so do it more like that versus more like what you did then. And I feel like they're doing the same thing with these uh, anime adaptations. Like, we got a lot of really good ones. Arcane, folks were in love with. 
the first Castlevania series is great, and Nocturne seems to be continuing that flow. So, like, yeah, I'm on board with them just trying more and more animation in general. And um, the, I got to say, I don't have any faith in the Tomb Raider uh, thing. because Not at all. Not I'm, I'm at like, all. why? <laughs> oh, boy. Like, Not like, at all. Tomb Raider and Lara Croft, like, it's a series that is video game royalty. And... But like I feel like, what is that franchise right now? Like it's kind of just this. It's. It, I thought it died, honestly. Like I feel like the part of the reason it popped off is because it's also it was mixed in with Angelina Jolie in her in her well, prime. Yeah, no, right, that, yeah. Was, that was prime. Tomb when Raider. it first, yeah, yeah when Tomb it first Raider came out, was prime. Angelina yeah, Jolie was one and prime. two. Yeah, yeah. and it's like boom, boom. Now it's just they keep know, trying to bring it back. Thing. Like the yeah. the Crystal yeah, Dynamics well, trilogy yeah. apparently did very well, but I, I thought. That first game was like real boring. <laughs> I did too. Yeah, I did too. Uh, and the movie wasn't really good either. Yeah, the movie wasn't great. Uh, it was okay. Like I, I won't. Yeah, I won't it was okay. It. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, fine. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was okay. It was almost a shot-for-shot shot remake of that first game. Weirdly enough, so it was it was just as good as that game, which we just said it was. <laughs> it was just it was like mids. Yeah, it was so. mids. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah, it's like I, I I don't know what the cachet is of Tomb Raider outside of. It just having a legacy as being a big video game yeah. character. So like I don't know, maybe this might I'm, redefine Lara Croft. Maybe this will be the thing that makes Lara Croft big again because it's I mean, a been, mass market they, audience. They've been redefining Lara Croft for a while now. Like because <laughs> yeah. because remember Lara Croft used to be the you know huge, you know, huge chest, you know, thin ways. Now she's tiny and like and stealthy, you know, before uh -huh. she was ta 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 you know? So it's it's very different how they're making Laura Croft from, like, when I was growing up to, uh -huh. like, now. Yeah. The, yeah, they've, yeah, they've, they've, they've changed, like, yeah, she was, like, an 80s action star, right? Like, yeah, exactly. Back when yeah. she yeah. debuted yeah. in the 90s or 2000s yeah. or whatever. And now they're trying to make her a little bit more nuanced. Um, But, like, I'm trying to think yeah, of an equivalent. Less nuanced. Like, Absolutely. Huh? Less nuance. Less nuance. <laughs> Less yeah, nuance. I, I generally think so because I think you hit on that. Like it was eighties, is because Laura Croft. Like maybe the direct comparison isn't so relatable, but it is around that time of like, yo, we're getting like Mission Impossible, and you, you know that's the answer to that uh -huh. stuff. When I had, it was like, yeah, let's see big action. Yeah. You know? See, like Ra let's Rachel see just popped action. in the chat says, "I heard Laura Croft." So like that. That's the she's answered our question. That's oh, the she's reason. the audience, right? She's yeah, the yeah. audience. Got you. Like. Rachel, if you could share with us a little bit, like big Lara Croft fan, is that is that what we're, we're hearing here? Because we're we're sitting here thinking, like, I don't know who the Tomb Raider Legend of Lara Croft animated series is aimed at, and it might be Rachel. It might be Rachel's demographic, Rachel. or maybe it's kind of like, uh, you know, kind of the maybe they're trying to put out something for the young. The uh, the younger generation of ladies, you know, something that kind of like, mm -hmm. you know, kind of like the whole Wonder Woman thing, like, sure, up to that's also like action, you know, so it's not just a male um, MC, you know what I'm saying? They're kind of using Croft as the the like their female uh, protagonist. Mm. That's a good point. That's that's actually a really good point, um, which is also kind of bad. On the other hand, it's like. Is this like after all this time? This is still the only like like Nate like well known female video game character that they can bring in to right. sort of include that audience right. and appeal to that demographic. Like it's still just Lara Croft. Like we haven't created right. any more recent characters than this. Like 
Like, I get I it. Mean, like, that makes sense what you guys are saying to me now, but yeah. it's also making me think, damn, y'all kind of effing up. <laughs> yeah, because like, because in my mind, I'm like, I don't know any, you know, any, like, action-packed, you know, female pro tag other than, like, Wonder Woman. Um, uh, like I said, like, like Netflix had Kong. an awesome She-Ra animated series. Yes. Not that long ago. Y- yes. I did hear that was really good. It was fantastic. And hold on, Rachel in chat is very much telling us that she is a Lara Croft fan. She says she even cosplayed as her. Uh, oh, sure. I'm gonna I'm gonna need to see that cosplay, Rachel. Please and thank you. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're gonna need to see that. I had no I had no idea that you were that big a Lara Croft fan. <laughs> I mean, even when I was growing up, uh, I loved the Tomb Raiders movies. Um, uh-huh. One and one and two. Uh, and and granted, two wasn't as good. I felt as um but i mean i still was a huge fan of the movie one and one and two yeah or maybe i was just a fan of angelina jolie i don't know i mean that too (laughs) there might have been some bias there (laughs) there might have been a bit of bias yeah i mean i mean you you guys have have sold it like i get it now i get why this is on the lineup yeah uh but it's also shame on you hollywood you're right for real yeah I mean, but I, I feel like they've tried a few times. Like, even I was even thinking about it with like ScarJo and and like Lucy, like you know where like they had a oh, kind right. of a, yeah. a, a powerful female protag. Like they've they've done it a few times, I mean, but I, I don't think any of, of it. I feel like that sort of thing because like they keep doing this with ScarJo. Those are just yeah. Scarlett Johansson vehicles. Like they're not trying to build <laughs> like uh like a a new character you know what i mean right right this is right just, let's put scar joe, joe in, in a movie again and sell yeah. a bunch of movie tickets Ooh, yeah, for right there where halle berry is catwoman god <laughs> I, <laughs> wait i love halle berry but you was halle berry as catwoman or no no <laughs> they, they, oh, remember no. they were trying to give halle berry both a uh, James Bond spinoff when she was mm, a Bond girl right. in one of the James yep. Bond movies that never got off the ground and they were also talking about giving her a John Wick spinoff when she was like a some side agent really? in the John Wick series and I'm, that also never spun off this is another hot take for me I don't think Halle Berry is that good an actress <laughs> I don't either <laughs> she, she's, she's beautiful I mean one, and that's kind of her whole deal right yeah. like if we're being honest yeah. she, won a, she won a Razzie how could she not <laughs> I, but I'm saying across the board, not just in Catwoman. Like, just Halle Berry is not a good actress, yeah. period. I'm trying to think of what movie that, like, I really, I really, like, felt something from her in. Yeah, I'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> Monsters Ball. There it is. Yeah, she oh, won, Monster Ball. She won um, her Oscar from Monsters Ball, right? But, nope. but. There's a there's a reason why, <laughs> like the, what? The, like the role she plays in that what? and the scene she wins. Uh, oh, her yeah. Billy Bob Thornton. You 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 seen Monster? Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah. I, I seen it. <laughs> Once you get your award, bro, that's it. Like Nicholas Cage, you know he's an Academy Award winner. He got hey, that shit early, and he's like, yeah, I'm done. Yeah, <laughs> hey, bro, he my boy Nick is my boy Nick has been in every B movie ever. That that man, he, he just does loves not, acting. Yeah, yeah he I does can't. not turn down a role. And yeah, and the thing is, I'm not mad because some of the fu- some of the movies that uh, he's been in, I love. Like next, I I love next. I, I people rag on next so much. I love next. <laughs> 
Yeah, Nick Lecay is still going strong. Um, yeah, he's still doing my it. My boy. I never stop believing. National Treasure 3, here we come. <laughs> uh, hey, 1 and 2 were, were, uh, were uh, clutch, man. Uh, real quick, I just want to uh, address Rachel. Uh, no, we, we were not suggesting that Tomb Raider is the only female-fronted action game series. We're just saying no. it's the only one that seems to have this level of mainstream popularity, which is why it yeah. keeps getting like movie slash uh, TV adaptations. Because they're like, oh, what's something that we can appeal to a female audience with, and they go with Laura Croft because that seems to be the only name right. that has that level of fame attached to it after all these yeah. years. That's what yeah. you're getting at. Yeah, the notoriety for Laura, for uh, Tomb Raider and Laura Croft is pretty big in the world. Mm. Uh, but yeah, okay. Any Anything else from this list that we want to get into before we move to our final topic? No. Yeah, yeah I mean, overall, it was just... The number of things they presented. Yeah, it's just a lot, yeah. and, and well, very like, specifically targeted. And, and, the, and they've been doing they've been doing really good though. I feel like uh, now, um, uh, like listing. Like I don't know if you guys have seen like King and Ashra. Um, Sorry, say again. You cut out a King and bit. Ashra. Sorry. Uh, oh yeah, King yeah, yeah. and Ashra. Yeah, I, and yeah, and, and, and uh, Baki. Yeah, bro. I, I, if, if you are looking for hands, my guy, like <laughs> I, I don't watch damn. those. Well, Kengan Asher is a little different. I don't watch Baki for hands. <laughs> really? What do you watch it for? Yeah, what do you watch it for? Ba- Baki is hilarious. <laughs> like ba- Baki is a straight up comedy. Like it, you cannot well, take that now, so serious. Now. <laughs> Now no, it I'm is from the beginning, fam. Like but, he but, gets his powers from losing his virginity while his dad's watching. Thank you, bro. <laughs> thank bro. you. Hey, oh, no. hey, hey. No, 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 no. And see, this is why. This is why I say I don't. I don't appreciate your outlook on Baki because I'm telling you, if you didn't get a power up the first time you got up, <laughs> sir. Sir, <laughs> sir, sir, that is real no, life. I, I got a nap right afterwards. <laughs> hey, but when you woke up, you felt you felt something, didn't you? Like you, nah, I feel you like felt my I, like, <laughs> I need to leave before somebody show up. That's what I'm I ready need. to beat some ass now. After I just beat some ass. Bro, he went outside after he got some and just wrecked those two dudes. Just, just that, wrecked them. That show is straight up ridiculous and like it knows it. It, oh yeah, and and that that's that's what kept me hooked to see just how outrageous they will go. But like, I I don't find the fighting itself to be the big draw or all that interesting. Honestly, like that that show was very strange. That's what I'm there for, bro. It's just bro, you did, bro, you don't. Kengan Ken, Ken Ashura is Kengan Ashura is if Baki took its fighting seriously. Kengen Asher is also kind of over the top with its whole yeah. premise of like, oh, this is what a man is supposed to be, blah, 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 right? Like, mm-hmm. they're they're in that territory, but actually takes its fighting aspect and like more them seriously. being warriors like way more seriously. Baki, yeah. it's a, it's all a joke to them. <laughs> Bro, I, I, honestly, when, when I saw the clip of essentially two, uh, two battlers having a bite off, <laughs> I, I, I'd cut it off. I cut it off. I couldn't do it. Like, I, and don't get me wrong. I love Baki. I love season. I love the original. Mm-hmm. I love how Netflix did season one and season two. I got to, bro. Why? Just why? I like. I, I understand like the premise in in Jack's head, 
But like, 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 and don't get, like, you're right. Like, Baki is is way over the top. Like, like, King of Ashra is, if you had to put King of Ashra at 100, Baki's at two. Like, yeah. it's way over the it top. Um, but like you said, it, it's, it, it's quirky. It's, it's definitely, um, wild enough to keep you interested because you have no idea what's going to happen next. Even if you thought you did, you have no idea. Uh, I don't know. That's yeah, what, I, I that's see some folks that the stream died real quick. Yeah, I, it like did like a real refresh. Yeah, but it seems like it's back now. So no, no. I mean, you say it doesn't take itself seriously. That's what I'm there for, bro. Like, right. they got yeah. muscles on muscles on. They, nothing about them is serious. <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. I love like that. That was probably the sickest introduction of the characters where i'm like why are these guys so damn strong that made me want to go to the gym i was like <laughs> jesus christ there's monsters out here <laughs> you know like hey uh i, I know uh, one thing i will say about king and ashura bro that announcer is clutch i love the announcer so much like she makes you ready for these fights bro Did you get like when hype? she yeah like when she announces like the names of the fighters like man, I, I want her to announce every time I enter a room. <laughs> For real, I'm just making a sandwich real quick. <laughs> I'm just making a sandwich. He's eating bad cheese from the bag. <laughs> oh man! Um, all right, so uh, we'll we'll move off of the uh, Netflix anime and video game properties topic uh, and move on to something a little more dour. Um, as you mentioned earlier, Epic Games has laid off. Uh, the number keeps changing. I've seen like 835, seen like 875. It's somewhere just shy of 900 employees that Epic has let go from across several of its uh, studios. 16% um, of its entire staff is what is being said. Um, and this has come after a full year of just several other video game studios and whatnot also having layoffs. Um it's unclear exactly why everybody is so gung-ho about this other than capitalism and, you know, needing to always have higher and higher profits and they cut costs by cutting people most of the time. But, yeah. like, this seems especially strange from Epic Games as, you know, they're the makers of Fortnite, one of, if not the most profitable video game franchise in, like, the last 10 years. So... Um, I found it interesting, like I wasn't, I wasn't going to even have this as a topic because I'm like, this is just sad news. But I, I came across this Forbes article that was essentially blaming this on Epic's uh, aspirations on creating a metaverse and in investments that are aimed at, you know, having them become like a big metaverse player and that those have not paid off well. And therefore, they've lost a bunch of money, which resulted in like this mass of layoffs. And I'm just curious. Uh, I hope you guys both uh, were able to read, you know, the stuff that I put in the in the run of show. And I'm just curious about your takes on like what's being uh, suggested here. Like, does this sound like a viable reason as to what this is, or wild speculation? Because yeah, I'm, I'm I'm a little. I'm writing a, I don't I'm know. writing a cold take on it because oh, okay. what ended up happening from from the business point, like how is it that these people can make billions of dollars and they still like they're losing money? Mm -hmm. It's because right. as soon as they get that money, they just go ahead and spend it into something else. These 16% that were laid off were very specific jobs and the jobs were about the development and the growth of the metaverse, as you said. Mm -hmm. And it basically just went, Epic Games did a oopsie by buying into their own hype. 
it was during the the ninja with drake travis scott Mm -hmm. juju Mm -hmm. all of that and then also the massive crossovers of thanos goku and they're like yeah we are this big and we can go bigger and that's where this went what they what that should have been was like and it's in a blasted pandemic too like come on man Uh that should have been marked off as abnormal growth abnormal and unsustainable growth you give everybody a bump in pay keep that money and then once you fall off which you inevitably will you still have your employees. You still got them experimenting so that they can look for the next game. Like before Fortnite, there was that Fortnite build off wasn't good. They were doing Paragon before that. That game's dead, right? So <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they were experimenting and they got lucky. But they've at some point were like our our success and our luck and our hype. Nah, it wasn't it wasn't luck. That's me. I got that dog in me, and I'm going to do it again. <laughs> but when they couldn't do it again, it's like, all right, we're going to have to lay off these people. Because they did not really hire or fired, like, developer, like, uh, like coders and programmers yeah. and all that stuff. And they're still hiring for those jobs as well. So Yeah, they, yeah that was another strange thing, that they, they said that they were still hiring, despite yeah, how many people they're laying off. So, so you, when you looked into this, you're saying like the a big portion of those laid off were specifically developing like metaverse esque. Yeah, there they were P, there were a lot of there's a lot of PR, a lot of marketing, a lot of uh, like uh, future projection planning, that kind of stuff. It's not mm-hmm. just like uh, oh, I literally code for Fortnite. No, no, it's just a lot of stuff, um, a lot of like Wasn't, for excess. I'd heard that um, a good amount of, and I apologize because like this was something I saw early today, so I don't have the link oh. in the run but i had heard that there was talk that uh, a significant portion of the fall guys dev team who epic owns were hit by this that's wacky i also don't blame it because that got boosted during the pandemic as well yeah that's, that's yeah. the problem is a lot of these a lot of these companies bought into the abnormal growth that they were having and we're like oh we can keep it going it's a, but no like you should have just taken that money and seen it as a bonus instead of like i'm going to f- just keep on building my business on this and that's the problem because even in, in this industry we keep telling them stop overreaching stop just chasing the next big thing right, stop overreaching right, right. well epic games did stop and that means that they had to cut off the excess it's always a travesty when people lose their jobs mm. um but this is like that side of that any if they're going to stop overreaching there's going to be a lot of people who get cut off when the doors get closed now bittersweet silver lining sure the thing that i guess if you if you want to still be pissed off right we can't be too happy nowadays if you still want to be pissed off <laughs> is that they're not going to learn their lesson that if they ever do get another oh, hit, they're yeah, not do this again uh-huh. like, oh, yeah. you shouldn't have been hiring these people to begin with right. there's a difference between never been born and getting murdered you know right yeah so like that's that's the issue right now. Okay, I actually have a, I have a I have a question for you guys though mm-hmm. too. Um, because during the during the pandemic, the metaverse talk was huge. Like wow. it was like it was supposed to be like the next big thing. Like you know, everybody was talking. Hey, I have an avatar. Like VR is going to be good. The metaverse is going to be great. Like it's going to be huge. So, like if Epic essentially like saw an opportunity or what they felt was like an opportunity and so decided to take it like do you think it would have been different say if the metaverse actually like took off you know what i mean and so like they didn't necessarily have to lay off all these jobs because of the fact that the metaverse actually took off and you know uh they were kind of the the forerunners uh on this this like this new avenue you know what i mean 
So, like, I feel like it was more because of the fact that the metaverse didn't take off and that, like, everything kind of went back to uh, and so the metaverse kind of kind of died a bit, uh, which potentially could be why this all happened in place. You know, they kind of like, like you said, uh, they got overzealous for us, like you said. Problem is, if the metaverse had taken off and they did make more money, they would have overreached again elsewhere. It's like you just keep going yeah, and probably, keep going yeah, and keep going. Yeah. Eventually, 16%, you would have lost them anyways. Like, yeah. Eventually down the line. With everybody, yeah. every company's success, they eventually overreach. Yeah. I mean, but it would have yeah. it would have just been a little bit longer though, right? Like they would have <laughs> yeah. would have been employed for a bit longer. For sure, but it's about I'd say around five years or so is like the standard for for a big rise. Like uh, nobody ever expects a plateau. Nobody likes hearing that. Mm-hmm. Um, they their accountant they're like, how much did we make last year? Three three thousand percent increase in profit. Well, that's what we're operating on now as normal, right? Oh, um, right, right, so right. CEOs is, are odd in that in that way because anytime there's a there's a dip, it's like that's just abnormal. Right, we're, right. Gonna, we're gonna flatline back out. Like, don't you worry about that loss. But if they get a huge like loss, it's like, oh, we could fund our whole future on this. This is this is normal for us. Now. This is the new norm now. Right, yeah, so, right, right. Yeah, that's, like, that's just a lot of that wackiness there. It, I, I'm. This makes a lot of sense. In that, okay, they invest heavy in the new thing that's supposed to be big and coming up when they can because they have the money to do so. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't pan out. So they have to cut back in that particular right. area, sure. But like you're saying, if the metaverse had taken off, that this would have still happened at some point down the line because they would have continued to reach for the next thing, right? Yeah, I'm I'm not so sure that think makes, they would have stopped. I don't think it, they would have stopped, but like if they if they continued to be a success. Like why? Why does this story have to inevitably always end in cuts? You know what I mean? Like in layoffs. They're not Nintendo. <laughs> no, like there's just a, there's just two kinds of different. Real. No, no, yeah, okay. Yeah, you yeah, you either do real. this for five years, milk the cow, and then butcher it, and then you're out, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you made your money. Who cares? Or you do have this sense inside of you of like you want a long running legacy because even in phil spencer's emails he was saying a lot of the people that we're working with yes this will make you a lot of money right now but then you have nothing three five years from now and so you have two different kinds of businessmen kind of clashing here Mm -hmm. and i think epic games kind of bought into the whole like um like the people that are selling you on your own hype they're they're like i'm out in five years dude i'm gonna make some money and then i'm gone whereas the other ones they have to like stay there and dealing with it now they did have reason to believe it because if you go into looking at those 16 percent, a lot of it also do with the uh they were developing their own like game engine to sort of compete with not compete but in the way roblox you know has a game engine yeah, like system fortnite that, creative or whatever like yeah all that yeah. stuff got made like that's all yeah, that's the stuff that now. they're yeah. pulling back on yeah because they they were i don't know when the last time you guys played fortnite it's more of a social space than an actual game. Yeah, that's how that's how my my son plays it. Is he's he's in the creative modes. Uh, he runs around just fooling with stuff. And yeah, like I they, play with Will. If, if we got four of us, we're playing the game. Mm-hmm. If there's more of us, we just like get these. I don't know. It is a hangout spot where yeah. we're not really fighting or nothing. It's just mm-hmm. like this this whole thing. And the problem is and like, how do you monetize that? Right, because that that aspect is social, but like you're not like it's not a mall. Like you're not making yeah, purchases yeah, yeah. or being charged for no, your time there right whereas yeah, the, 
the battle pass, which you earn whatever from, is from you actively playing like the, the game part. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm, so, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna buy this battle pass and then I'm gonna play the game so that I can unlock the stuff on a battle pass. Like that actually makes no right. money. Yeah. So like th- that is a hypothetical in itself. Like, what if the metaverse did take off? Would they have been mm. fine? Well, I feel like the way they've been approaching metaverse is just the wrong way. I think you had to approach it with technology, not so much social oh, space, yeah. because that's that's kind of how PCs, like PC gaming, took off more. Is that more people were buying them for work? And, you know, from there, mm-hmm. it's like, well, I got right, this thing. Right, I might right. as well, you know, try some games out on it. And that's that's sort of how it went, this sort of multipurpose thing. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I feel like that that was mostly inevitable. And I would like to think 16% gone and you're going for that net zero hiring that you're talking about where you don't hire right. more than you need mm-hmm. and you're just kind of doing your own thing. That would be nice, but I, I feel like they'll do it again. Yeah. If they ever hit big, they'll do it again. Um, yeah, no. I mean, yeah, folks got to keep up. Like, I don't, I don't blame them for betting on and investing in the metaverse because everybody was doing it, right? Like, nah, Facebook still- lost billions of dollars for trying to build a metaverse, and like, they've not given up, but like, they lost a lot of money, <laughs> and I they blame also them had a that. ton of. Uh, <laughs> You blame them for that? <laughs> uh, yeah, you see, I don't blame them for thinking it could have worked. Nah, nah. I mean, you how, need to talk to like a twelve-year-old. They could have been like, <laughs> I don't that's know. I don't know that that's grandpa. I don't know if <laughs> that's, that's that easy. That sounds to mid. <laughs> We're gonna take all our corporate futures advice from <laughs> a twelve-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> if you're trying to build into the social and cultural space, you better be tuned into it. Yeah, nah, I want to see a twelve-year-old on that board. Just be like, this is this is whack. Hey, hey, put a check mark on what you like and <laughs> put an X on what you don't. Yeah, exactly. And they're like, nah, nah. Oh man, no, nah, because like, let know. me tell you a quick story. Mm-hmm. Steve Blues Clues, right? They were <laughs> yeah. they were interviewing and, and they're like, all right, who do we want to be for Steve? And there was this really really hot dude that was connecting with the older ladies, right? But the kids didn't like him. In his audition, they were just sitting the kids in front of the TV. Uh-huh. But because Steve was being like, "Can you help me?" and like really like d- you know making it for the kids, the kids yeah. were slamming on the TV, and they're like, "Right there, right yeah, there!" Yeah. But all the businessmen, all of them wanted the hot guy because he was uh-huh. more yeah. marketable and yeah. reached the wrong audience. Right. Like you, you if you're gonna be targeting that demographic, you need to have something that reflects that demographic. Right. And uh, I guess. Like so, I, I hang out with people that are yeah, of varying ages, like older and younger than me, and like the way they were going about metaverse was cringe. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I, I'm like, how how would you get that information to them? Like, because this doesn't exist, right? Like, would you would you strap a bunch of headsets on these kids and be like, hey, how do you feel about this? Because like there was nothing there, right? Right. Right. Like, like this was doing, like this sort of thing was doomed to fail because, like, they were chasing an idea that didn't seem to be fully thought out yet. They're like, the concept of a metaverse is cool, but right. like, Facebook is like, all right, have your meetings in virtual reality, and it's like, why? <laughs> right, <laughs> you know, like, right, exactly. Like, there's no reason for this just yet. So, like, it, it, I feel like it's the implementation. I don't think the idea was yeah, bad no, because, that's like, what, that's- like yeah, we were saying, like though. during the pandemic, especially we were in a world where like, well, we're stuck in a house. Like we might never see our neighbors again. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> so, like it, it seemed I, like this is a good fail safe. Should we come into a situation like that again? But like there wasn't enough groundwork laid. I feel right. Absolutely. They try to appeal too much to uh, the casual side of things when they should have been going for tech. 
because mm-hmm. you uh like you said a virtual meeting space so like right now our editors at escapist adobe has this thing where they can all kind of be in the same editor at the same time mm. like expanding that to a virtual space so that literally it's not just like oh we're on discord but it's more like look at this graph and i'm like augmenting all this shiz real time right mm-hmm. like look at all this kind of stuff that's what they should have been developing yes. and then as that stays there as it catches on then you gamify it then you can like right. casualify make it easier for the, for the rest of the audience i do feel but like also, that could work the other way though like what, what you mean like like first it, it's first it's toys and then it goes into yeah like i feel like it depends so much more on the other side. The application is what makes it like makes it easier to expand. Because because well, you're because you're saying we need to get like the younger generation on board because this is going to be tech for their future. But like the younger generation doesn't have a job. They're not going to want to collaborate with their classmates on a <laughs> on a volcano. You know what I mean? So like if you get them no, on the ground what, floor, you in college. You in college though. That's t- I mean P- I don't know. I feel like PCI that's, that's I got was it. for college. I mean, but also, don't you need a VR headset? Yeah, and there's there's that barrier to entry too. Yeah, yeah. So like, this is the other stuff where I'm just here, like y'all, y'all are leaning too hard into technology that's not even affordable to begin with, and the people who want to use it, that part. It's just too many different demographics. Should have got like, uh, I I've worked with older people and they're like, we like pen and paper, right? I've worked with younger kids and they're like, no, I don't want a headset. That's just weird. I technically so. feel like it, like the metaverse, should have stayed in the in the in the planning phase until it got to the point where VR headsets and and the VR application was more like widespread. Like if if you did that, then if metaverse from or with people who use their their headsets like relatively consistently mm-hmm. now you have like an an avenue that people can go oh okay well i already have what i need now it's just the application or running the application of the metaverse like but now you have people who you're like oh well you know i want to show you what this metaverse is like and you're like oh okay well how do i get there all right well you got to buy a pc you got to buy a system you got to buy one thousand dollar headset right and no one's gonna no one's gonna do that right now like no, no people no. were losing their jobs like like it's like, it's this it's that age-old sort of cart before the horse type situation right yeah. right, right but on one right. hand it's like okay we can't develop the technology that's going to make use of these headsets until we can justify uh, making yeah. until we justify selling the headsets, but no one's going to buy the headsets until that technology exists. Right. So there's, just, there's no way to start <laughs> this process. Right. Almost. Chicken or egg, yeah. So like, yeah, it's it's really tough. And I, and I and honestly, I feel for the people who are like, this is a great idea, and I'm, I'm going to put everything I have into it, only for it to fall flat because yeah, like it's kind of this this drastic unknown. But like at some point, we're definitely going to be living at least part of our lives in some sort of virtual space like i i well, know that are. it's coming right you thinking i'll be in that nursing home <laughs> well, oh absolutely oh yeah. absolutely I'm if i make it Vegas to retirement sphere. like yeah. why why be <laughs> i be in the real world ever again <laughs> bro we we all gonna be in in sort our online like in our in our 80s <laughs> like like laying the freaking vr thing on like, hey, man, haven't seen you in a long time, that, bro. That's, that's real interesting because I feel like, yeah, if anybody could pull this off, it would have to be a country a country that is a technological powerhouse that still has these, like, social spaces. So, like, Japan. Because they, they still be Japan. keeping arcades up and stuff like yeah. that. Here, Ar- I have a, we have, like, this um this one studio just opened up where they have, like, all this VR stuff. But ain't nobody go there. 
<laughs> oh, it's what Sandbox VR or whatever. Uh, I think so. I, th- I think so. Yeah, because yeah, Sandbox it, it, has actually been pretty. Uh, has been uh, move uh, making their way around, man. Like they've been they've been popping up everywhere now. So like, if it if it does happen, there's just so many factors that you really have to close up. Mm-hmm. You have to like affordability, sure, but also just like how it fits into your society. Right. I feel like if you have this this place that you walk into, like an arcade, but instead of arcade and 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 all that stuff, it's VR headsets. That that starts to become more ingrained into your culture. Right. Whereas right now, you still got people, you know, saying like all oh, these kids always be on their phones. Like you, you <laughs> let me tell you this. All right, growing up religious, the idea of having this headset that you tap into and that's your life. That is so satanic to like right. people. It was literal movies where the devil comes back. The Antichrist For takes real. over. Headsets like they're still like, uh, uh-uh, I don't know about this. Yeah, you know, like, it's tough sell. It's just, yeah. it is a tough sell. Uh, yeah, but yeah, any any final thoughts on this before we wrap up? Uh, I know we went a little long today, but that's just because we were having a great conversation. Yeah, I mean, shout out to you guys, man. Like I, I love talking to y'all. Y'all have me. Yeah, man. Thank you for coming through. Yeah, this, uh, is a good con- this is a good. This is a great conversation. <laughs> um, so I guess I guess we'll go ahead and end things there. Um, Frost, where can folks find you? What do you have coming up that they can fi- uh, check out? We got here. Uh, Escapist Magazine going to be doing newly released with Amy at 2 p.m. CT. We're going to be doing uh, Paleo Pines, I believe. A little like Stardew Valley, but dinos. Oh, yeah. You know, that's it. That's the stuff. Okay. On a Sunday. There you go. Yes, nice. sir. And uh, Justin, Ninja 23 uh, where can yes, folks sir. find you? What do you have coming up that they can check out? Uh, you can find us anywhere at Rusty Rupees or on X slash, I guess, Twitter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> at Rusty Rupees with uh, two Ys. Um, so technically tonight, we actually have the Sunday streets at 7 o'clock. So please come through for that if you can. Uh, please check out our Discord, Rusty Rupees, um, and uh, we have a link, uh, a link tree, and a link on our uh, on uh, Twitter uh, that has like everything, our socials and things like that. But we're pretty much everywhere, Rusty Rupees, um, and uh, we stream every day, Monday through Sunday. Uh, so please come to that, uh, Twitch.tv/RustyRupees. Um, and yeah, uh, there are, like I said, there are four of us, so you will pretty much see a different face in a different game every day. It's a good time. Hell yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming through. Sorry. I'm just going to, I'm going to post your link tree in the chat for folks to follow. Preach, preach, preach. So yeah, you guys make sure you're following these, these dudes. Uh, we will be having Justin as well as some of the other guys, uh, from, uh, the rusty rupees joining us at some point in the future. I hope. Um, cause they're great. Like they're awesome. I met them out in, uh, Cali when I went to do the, uh, the Psy games event for, yes, sir. uh, crap. I'm forgetting what their game was even called. Grand blue, grand blue fantasy. Grand blue. Yeah. <laughs> grand blue, uh, Rian Lincoln versus. Yeah. So like we were out there chatting it up and whatever. So I'm really glad to have you finally on the show. Uh, and hopefully yeah, this yeah, won't bro. be the last time. Uh, we'll love to it, have it, you. In the it better not be. <laughs> I, I will find you. I it you. better not be. You, <laughs> <laughs> we'll get Darren on next time for sure. Yeah, we'll, we will. Uh, but as for me, you can find me at Sigma Gears 9 on Twitch, Twitter, X, not X, sorry. You, you, you screwed me up. I didn't want to call it X. Uh, Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Blue Sky, uh, Threads, all that stuff. Um, I'm trying to think. 
we have a new episode of Adventure is Nigh for members. It just dropped yesterday. Uh, apparently, it's blown people's minds. Like, I thought it was great. Right. But folks are like, this, this is the greatest uh, internet TV show I've ever seen in my life. Th their words, not mine. But, you know, I co-signed because I'm in it. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, check that out if you haven't already. Um, I should have a re review dropping on Escapist for Cocoon soon. Um, as well as uh, that uh, Hellboy game. That should be dropping soon as well, unless something drastically changes because they pushed it back from its original date for reasons. So yeah, make of yeah. that what you will. Forgot about that Hellboy game. Um, outside of that, all the regular streams over on Escapist as well. Uh, I'll be back with Hidden Gems on Monday with Jesse. Uh, Jesse and I will be starting a new uh, game for our Get Jesse to the series. He'll be playing uh, Kerbal Space Program so we can learn about physics, etc. And we'll be doing the Assassin's Creed 4 history quiz at the start of that as well. Uh, Marty and I will be starting our Devil May Cry series playthrough because we just finished up all the Portal 2 co-op. Um, and I, oh, and later today, uh, Jeff is not available. So Super Smash Sunday, I will still be doing it on the Open Party channel, but we may start about an hour late. Like there's uh, some other stuff that I'm going to get into and I don't want to do the whole three hours solo. So like I'll, I'll start an hour later, but we'll still do Super <laughs> Smash Sunday over on the Open Party channel. Uh, come through, get your King of the Hill uh, matches in and let's have a good time. Yes. Sir. Oh, look, is that, is that Darren in chat? Rusty Rufy's cries in dead phone. Oh, that is definitely him. That is, de I, I, what did I tell you? I told you, I said his phone is dead. I absolutely was like, I called my boy. I don't know if it's my phone or his phone, but something ain't right here. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's, un it's unfortunate. Darren was supposed to be on the show with us today as well. Um, but we will get you back in the future. Do, do not worry, bro. There, there, there will be a next time. I promise. Uh, yeah, but, I had a, I had a great time with the boys. I'm just letting you know, We had great conversations here. Wild. Oh man, but yeah, I, oh, I definitely appreciate uh, chat. Everyone for coming through, hanging out. Uh, for Justin, our newest guest, Frost, as usual. Uh, we will see you all at some point in the future. Everyone, take care. Peace. Yes, sir.